Hey there, Friday Night Movie family. You are listening to a very special Baltimore Comic-Con 2022 episode of the Friday Night Movie podcast. This episode is packed, filled with amazing guests. We hope you enjoy it. As usual, you can follow us at Friday Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram and all of the Friday Night Movie shenanigans at FridayNightMoviePod.com. Enjoy the show. Friday Night Movie family with the most anticipated interview of the weekend. Because have we have with us, this is the only, we talked about asking Jody Benson, the former Little Mermaid. We talked about reaching out to John Leguizamo in advance. <laughs> but the only interview we knew we had to book in advance. I, I can tell you it was a big draw for me to come back this year. Yeah. When is Christmas Cabbage and Vincent Kings. Uh, if I may. Ringo, Ringo Award winning artist Vincent King. Vincent King. So it's gonna go in front of all of my name forever now. It's yeah. pretty amazing. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> and and also nominated. Let's not forget, you guys yeah. had a truckload of nominations for some this guy awesome tied written stuff. For most nominations. Oh wow, oh. that's that's awesome. You're like Titanic. That was a weird big. Deal. Yeah, the three. I think three writers had three. <laughs> it was crazy. Like, I don't, I, it was James Tynion and... No, it was just James Tynion and you. No, there's someone else. There's and, another, there's and, someone else. and so people understand, and we've maybe, said this... Maybe, maybe the these are the Oscars of... These are the Oscars of awards in the comic book industry. This is a big deal, and, and it's very cool. That's it for the rest <laughs> of your life. You are Ringo Award-winning artist. Vincent Kings. Illustrator of This Is Where We Fall, Time Dog, and... Human porn. Human porn. <laughs> human I didn't draw that one. Okay. So we we we're having you guys back, and we're, we'll talk about we want to talk about your books, we want to talk about your writing, we want to talk, but we want to talk movies and, and kind of everything with you. Let's do it, yeah. Uh, but we got to start with our mom. Start with our mom, as all of our best episodes <laughs> yeah. begin. We want you to have a best episode. It's got to start with our mom. So our parents are in New York this weekend. <laughs> and my and and they decided to go. I guess they got tickets to go see the Music Man. Yeah, and 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 who's starring in the Music Man, Becky? That would be Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Now, one and only. Our, our mother's heartthrob, if you will. After the fall of Mel Gibson, another Australian needed to to pull but, ahead. But I would say he was he was definitely. He was definitely from the moment he he came onto the scene. He was he was her number two. But you're right. Then he he pulled ahead. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, and, a while ago. I mean, this it's not woman, a recent. She adores him. So they they go see this show. They're sending us videos of the show, like, yes, which they're I not supposed to be taking. So we're watching the Music Man in like my mom's pocketbook. <laughs> the bootleg Music Man. Yeah. He's so handsome and charming. <laughs> um, Do you know he moves. can sing and dance? Yes. Wow. Uh, and I don't 
really know what exactly happened. It seems there was some sort of charity auction. That, that at the end of the yeah, at, yeah, the, end at the end of the, of the show, show, he came out. He's in his Music Man pantaloons, and he starts talking to the audience and talking about a cause. I don't know what it was, admittedly. But my parents got to bid on it, I guess. Oh no shit! So or, they're, they're, or donate to it, or, or donate to it. But it was it was a charity thing. It was a charity. Oh, right and and I and it seems that in addition to getting some sort of signed poster and whatnot, my mom also got to. Oh man! Meet, oh, this is great. Meet and shake hands with, and there's actually a video where he is. He kisses her hand at one but point. But because his face is covered, we're not 100% sure if it is him or if you zipped up to New York last night and were his stand-in for the meet and greet. And did you secretly meet our, our mom? Oh, and that's him with both my parents. Uh, or is it? Or is it? Or is it you? Uh, I, can, so. I can attest that I was, I was busy... Uh, Trembling next to Vincent at the Ringo Awards <laughs> last evening. I was at the ceremony and Do you have a good alibi? I have a decent alibi. But our our mother unless unless met. that was him. <gasps> right. That's what I'm So So how should we process as a family our mother now having met the legend that is Hugh Jackman? We know you know him, we know you've worked with him. Um, I, uh, anyone who doesn't know, I, for a number of years, did uh, technical acting, stand-in work, things like that, and film and TV shows, and uh, I got the, I got, I got really lucky and did that gig for him on The Greatest Showman, and then a film called Bad Education, which followed that um, on HBO, and I just, he was, I mean, I loved, I loved both, uh, just the spectacle of working on on the greatest showman was was just huge i mean what you saw was what we were doing and it That's was amazing. just it was just this gigantic 300 250 background and a freezing night and we even we even had a fire sadly one night uh, where, where the set burned down oh my <laughs> and God. like 3 a.m. on a dock and and he was probably a gentleman at every minute of it. Uh, he's uh, you know he's one of the uh, you you could listen to anyone else ever say it. he's he's truly like the most professional nicest kindest human you could ever have the pleasure to meet um, and I happen to have. Uh, you know, been doing that when Logan had come out, and and, and so, I mean, he knew. He I was very clear. I'm like, hey, I'm a, I'm an aspiring writer. I do this this thing, this tech acting thing. I got a photographic memory. Here we go. And we were just, my mate showing. You know, he comes back. It's Wolverine. He's doing Logan the press <laughs> tour too. I'm like, you know, he's dressed as Barnum, talking about. Wolverine. It's, it's, <laughs> it was it was a lovely it was a lovely experience. I don't know how that happened or how anyone could get that kind of strange. Like, oh, it's it's Wolverine dressed as Barnum talking about Wolverine. Like, it, it was he was just a lovely guy. So yeah, that that looks like him. That, that, okay, yeah, we have verified, your mom, we have verified authenticity. We'll take it to the CBS, whatever those guys are, yeah. the grading guys. Yeah. We'll get the picture graded. Yeah, your, your mom will probably be talking about this forever. He, my mom met him for like, you know, five minutes at a meet and greet and literally for like a year and a half. She was like, <laughs> he was so nice. Oh my, he's very charming. I see exactly why you said such nice things about him. You yeah. tell me Hugh Jackman's really popular with moms, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He's got the mom market. Yeah. Yeah. And you know well, what? They, I, I'm a mom and he's just as popular. <laughs> that's, that's, that's really, that's really fun. All right, Vincent, 
Award-winning Vincent Kings. Oh, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Yes, please. Please use his full title. When, uh, we, when I mean, well, first of all, it's been lo- I mean, you guys you came on the show last year, and it was delightful to have you. <laughs> I, however much time we, pro- we said we'd let you go after, you stayed longer, which was amazing. But now... Um, uh, but now, it's but now a, we want you to go. No, <laughs> a, a year later. So you, the first thing I know you from uh, uh, is Time Dog. Well, I mean, there's the, your collaboration together, but then there's Time Dog. Now, and we have with us an incredible. Are your hands clean? Oh, Baltimore yeah. Comic. Is this a Baltimore Comic Con exclusive? <laughs> this is this a. You're treating it. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is mine. And I'm going to let you hold it. Okay. i got to put it up to the camera. Yeah. There are things going on, folks. There are, <laughs> <laughs> there are. No, that's because my whole this life, Shai is... wouldn't even let me breathe near any of his. That's true. You my know, comics, comics. I was like, something that's this special is to how me. you, like, like Brody, you, and, yeah. Brody and Mallrats, like, this <laughs> is how you read a comic. Do you not know. bend the spine? Do you not crease re- the page? Yes. I had that really Do really not on. draw on the cover. So, <laughs> Time Dog <laughs> is a mix of philosophy and humor and beautiful art, and 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 now we have and an adventure. ash can, which I've told Becky is is a big deal to have the ash can of something that that could one day be you know even you very know soon. what it's special to me right now. It doesn't matter what one day what will or may happen. Right now, it's special. To I, me. And I think it's going to be really special in November. And with that leading, then take it away. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Uh, I am launching a crowdfunding campaign for Time Dog on Zoop, the comic-specific crowdfunding platform. That's amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah. Tell great. us what's what what's what it's going to go towards. What's the? Uh, sure. So it's it's the strips you've got, but fully colored. I haven't done them all in colored yet. Yeah, in color yet. Uh, I'm tying it all together because it's been sort of separate individual strips until now and I finally figured out how to tie it all together into a book and are you are you creating some it. new things yeah. to, to connect them okay yeah. that's very cool all right so there's gonna be new stuff yeah yeah new ending um, still working on that's not done yet but oh, yeah. Yeah. endings are really hard <laughs> yeah yeah and and so your subscribers we are subscribers to the time dogs emails yes, they're, they're, they're just the beginning of something else okay mm. What what comes next? No, I just endings. <laughs> oh, <No. laughs> just, like, I'm like Time Dog the movie. No, I Time I, Dog the Time Dog. Yeah, actually, rock, rock, uh, time, it is going to be enamel pins. I know it's like a very small. <laughs> Dude, there's so many things I wanted to have at this convention, and none of them arrived on time. Oh, that, like, uh, supply chain, supply chain. Blame the pandemic. Yeah, I'll blame that. But it might also be that I was just super last minute doing too much. But that ash can, I literally like. Printed out, uh, or no, I, I prepped for print a bunch of color ash cans that were going to be all the weird short stories and backup stuff I want to put in the book. And then they just didn't arrive on time. Like, they're going to be here tomorrow. They're going to arrive at the hotel tomorrow weird. after we've left. No. <laughs> it's a nightmare. So, on the day we arrived, I was like, all right, I got I to gotta have something. I got to have time. I have no time dogs, and that's the thing I'm here to promote. So uh, I called up local Baltimore printers and was just like, how much for 25 copies <laughs> black and white? Oh my God, $300? No. And then I called the next one and finally found somebody who could like rush it out that day. And that's what you're holding. Wow. It's well, a it true looks, last minute so what con is, ash can. What yeah. is, by the way, an ash can? I was trying to tell Becky how special this is. It's like getting your hands on a print of a film before the special effects have been fully finished. It's short the, run? Like, yeah, it's a short run. It's the like messy Xerox thing to show it. Look, I'm working on a thing. Yeah. Here's It's not done yet. It's it's a work in progress. Right. You, you can see, like, there's pages in there that I, I'm totally going to re-letter and rejigger, but 
yeah, you get to see the process a little bit. And that's kind of how this whole thing has been, because I was really resistant to Time Dog having a definite ending, because to me, kind of the fun of it is it's disjointed and it's time travel. Well, it's like, a dog traveling back in time and sniffing his own butt. Right. That I mean, is... Yeah. You don't greatest, overthink it, right? Greatest strip. It's, it, it's, right it's a loop. It's going to keep oh. going. It's amazing. <laughs> but, I, oh, there we go. but it is, I mean, we joke about that, but it's actually like very beautiful and philosophical. It is. And Thank you. I, I wanted it to sort of feel, you, you know the, how Calvin and Hobbes ends, right? They sort of hop on a sleigh and they're like, all right, time to go adventuring. Like, I just always wanted that vibe to it. But of course, you finally realize it's a book. It's got a, there is a cliffhanger. There's a villain. There, you know, there will be a climactic thing in it. I won't no. give too much away, but... Yeah, you gotta finally sort of realize. Okay, if people want a book, you gotta give them an ending. You gotta, there's gotta be a reason that this one is bound in a hardcover and you put on your shelf. And so, in talking to both of you, and especially Vincent right now, the joy and elation you have working on this stuff. This is why you're the fan favorite. Yeah, you're so fun. <laughs> well, I mean, thanks. it's just so authentic and awesome. How much you love creating. It's amazing. I love drawing comics, man. That's all it is. <laughs> that's amazing. Now, Chris. Yes. We're gonna get very serious. No, yeah, yeah. well, I mean, we might be, but but about? you all, but you have, does that, you all have a book circulating here, that is part of, um, Bound for Failure, <laughs> BFF, your your new studio, your production that you're creating, and it's called Dark Blue, Dark Blue Skies. Oh, uh, the Dark Blues. No, the Dark Blues. The Dark Blues. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I said Dark Blue Skies because I feel like there's a sky kind of element in the that first step. is blue but but well no the, <laughs> Dude. the thing it's it, there is an explosion at an airplane terminal in the first oh, yeah, okay. thing that's why it, might, it like comes down from like the, the, sky. the, the sky the bro. sky bro yeah. central Ex- character Drunk extremely the gravity is like holding us all down <laughs> it's <laughs> we can keep going Jack. it's it's gritty <laughs> it feels like you're being dropped into a, a film or 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 a prestige TV show, right? Like oh, it no, no. it feels like that. The panels are so cinematic. The 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 the, the opening amount of cursing from the main character <laughs> as he is struggling with. I think it's like I I am like not a great reader, but it's his struggling with his drug addiction in that moment. Maybe 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 uh, we don't really being know. an asshole. Yeah, yeah, like but like it's like this explosive opening of a human. And then a few pages later, like an absolute explosion, decimation, unexplained of an entire airport terminal. Um, and then there's some. And then he turns to the camera and says, "Only on HBO." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Fuck a lot." Uh, so you created that together. That's the that's the next that's the next that's the next project. W- one of. One of. Okay. One of. All yeah. right. All right. We, we've we've had that. Um, we, we, we put that together, uh, you know, uh, the script is finished and we're moving on with it as we're moving on with it, but we figured to, we may as well print, print it out, not an ash cam, but a fully formed, you know, 100 issues for this. Ep- yeah, yeah for the, full for color. The, so a limited yeah. run full can. For this, it's, a, pre- it's a preview. Um, it is very TV feeling, you know, uh, it's a gritty crime, shitty cop, mm-hmm. uh, with superpowers worst person who could ever get something uh, but yeah it's 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 not what you think um i actually it was really cool to hear your description of it not many people have seen it outside of people who've taken it so um it's interesting interesting to hear you know interesting to hear well your, i mean i also haven't you know i mean like i don't know where it's going so right. i'm just giving right. you right. my right. Yeah. is that is that does that 
helpful or is it like hurtful? Like, am I, no, like, no, if I got it awesome. wrong, yeah. do you feel as a writer like I blew it? No, I'm always oh. like, oh, ooh, good, ooh, interesting. Oh, okay, cool. Ooh, that's what you, oh, you, ooh, you think that. Sometimes I, it's like, good, good. Or I'm, and then there's other times I go, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh -huh. but, Okay, cool. Because right, I would be anxious be. as a writer if, like, I gave it to like, I made my thing, and then they, they're like, "Oh, this is what it's, this is what it feels like it's about," and and I might, I might be like, "Oh no, did, did you, I, did I miss the target? You well, didn't realize it's gonna become a musical." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's gonna break into song. Oh, to be a bad cop. And when we cross it with Time Dog, um, it's <laughs> the shared. Gets so, the real but one. but that's cool. I'm glad to, it's it's exciting to see a writer relish. The mystery that people—it's like a—it's like an REM song. You're like, you're not really sure yet. You like to backtrack a little. When I when I did Thomas Allsop at Boom in 2015, 16, 14, 15, um, there was a really fine line. We were running on that series the whole time. Where like, if we got that wrong, it would have been very disrespectful due to the 9/11 plot point to it. If we didn't, you know, it, it ends up being a survivor's guilt story and all that. And I just sort of. I was petrified reading all the press at the time, but at the same time I was kind of relishing how you could tell they were wanting it to go somewhere or wouldn't or maybe jump on it, see if we, if it, if we just we fucked it up, but we didn't. And then there's a twist within a twist in that one, and I, I, yeah, I got, I really enjoyed it. Like I got off on that. Like I got off on people going like, "Holy shit, we thought it was this, but." It was this, so he likes, he likes pushing buttons. Yeah, I mean, this is a very triggering story. You know, I, it was something I came up with during everything that was going on in the country when we were tearing ourselves apart a couple of years ago, and it was just interesting, maybe to. It's not my political. Yeah, it's interesting to push a button, right? All of our buttons were pushed. It was topical at the time to type it. We were all kind of living through it, and it was like, what if we did? What if we did a story? But I mean, it's not outrageous to write a cop story. But what if we did a really unique? Outrageous. It's like cops. the Bad yeah. Lieutenant meets the Flash on a certain level. That's, in, that's interesting. Yeah. Because I, I I just think of that yeah. like the well yeah. at least the Flash TV show with the yeah Star Labs. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's that. a little Walter White in it. Um, I'm curious to see what happens. We're pitching it around. Uh, but yeah, we put it out under the creative studio that I'm I'm now gonna kind of I don't know what that exactly means either. But that I'm kind of putting things out through packaging and whatever the hell. We do have stickers. We have stickers. Yeah, we have. It's I have one, serious. but I would love another one. I don't have a sticker. Oh, here's a sticker. This is an ash can sticker. Oh, no, this is a full can sticker. I really love the name, and I'm assuming... Oh, yeah, we'll keep them here, absolutely. I'm assuming you created the logo yourself. Yeah, of course. As I was Chris being like, oh, I have an idea. Which, actually, is I have a question. How does the collaboration between you two work? I have an idea. Draw it. That's it? <laughs> and you go, uh, no. Well, look, I've been, I've been in a... I smoked a bowl. I'm going to make a company. <laughs> so I've been in a creative partnership writing songs. Look, I was out in L.A. a couple weeks ago. had a bunch of drinks with an old friend. The next morning, I, I told my wife and my sisters... I may have bought an apartment in the metaverse. <laughs> oh no! I'm so sorry. Is it next to Zuckerberg's Eiffel Tower? <laughs> Is it prime real estate? I, I bet now I could get some. I don't know. Uh, so okay. But I, so I work with. I have a musical partner. We've been working together for 25 years, and there's different things. We. I mean, he can do everything. He's amazing. But there are things that like. 
he can do, that I can do, and then we bring it together, and there's like an unspoken language or a spoken language of interpretation, and something comes out, comes out of that. What's the what's your creative language with each other like? Is it like we talk on the phone? Like we do all of our writing. We've since we were teenagers on the phone. Yeah. But that's also because you grew up in the '90s, so you had to talk on the phone. Right. As we're in different neighborhoods. But yes, yeah, so exactly. Some truth to that. Yeah. But how, what's you know. what's your lab like? I think we text when we're working. We, yeah, we text more. And if we need to argue, we'll call and yeah. test it out. We, we, uh, <laughs> there's there's a lot of distance, like actual distance between our locations. So, um, yeah, it's all, it's, it's you know, the hours that we keep when we're in contact are stupid, too. Like, we're on Vin having smoked three ball, balls and going like, hey, look what I just drew at 1.30 a.m. over you're there. You're overstating like, my concern. That, that's actually true. <laughs> I'm a night owl all the time. projecting. It's part, it's part yeah. of the process. Point is, we, we, it works. We just, we have a, we keep in contact through texts or emails on what we're doing. And then, yeah, there's, there's, there's usually every couple of weeks or so, there's the call that goes for like 17 hours. And then it's like, you know, and then it's, That's, it's yeah, it's, it's been an interesting. Yeah, on uh, this is where we fall specifically. I it got to the point where I wouldn't even write anything. I just send him a photo, like 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 just pull out my phone, and be like this, and he'd be like no, or like yeah, sick, keep going. You know, like, oh, okay. Yeah. So as like, you're as you're up. doing drawings, as oh, yeah, yeah. You're drawing, Chris, you're giving yeah, yeah. feedback in like at yeah. in real time. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean the scripts, the script, the way I script write. Um, yeah, the uh, my whatever my conception of what the shot would be is in there. I'll put in mm-hmm. close-up, reverse shot. Oh, I put in normal terminology that you would do in mm-hmm. the film script, right? but right. in, broken through page and panels and blah, 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 blah. And, and um, after that, yeah, you know, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. When you're doing this with anyone, it's, it becomes immediately becomes the, the 50-50 there. And if it's not like, no, I was thinking more like this would be about the most I'd ever thrown at you, or no, nah, that should be bigger, or I saw it this way, and you know, sometimes it works, other times he's like, no, you don't understand, we need to put toilets on the shoulder of the robot, <laughs> that's it, we I have. got that, I won that. Yeah, no, it wasn't even, I, it wasn't even an argument, it was like, it was like I was like, yeah, do it, you know, yeah. there was like, so you, oh yeah, that's way better, yeah, we, <laughs> no, yeah, but it needs, I, the robot needs toilets on its shoulder. Can I yeah. tell you the script beat that I was, I was solving for yes. with the toilet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you got a scene <laughs> where the, like uh, the garbage man maintenance worker walks into like a sci-fi hangar and sees a robot and is like, I bet I can drive that. And I like, in my visual mind, I'm like, what about the robot tells him that that one he can drive? <laughs> and I'm like, well, we put toilets on the shoulders. Like, but but up Looney Tunes logic. Like, That's great. He but he knows a, toilets, but, but so like I in a, he knows in a, a robot. In a crazy, surreal, <laughs> cyber, you know. But I, I love that. I, I, and I was going to ask about some of your... Uh, how do you work through arguments, moments of tensions, things where maybe you're not it's seeing really, each other's vision? It's really easy if it's just about the work. If you have okay. personal problems with someone, you will continue to have those problems. But we can argue, mm. like, 
cats and dogs yeah. over the work. Yeah, it's not. I, but I, I get along with this guy. I so fucking love this guy. I don't. I don't so care. So I'll be like, your I mean, idea is stupid. Yeah. It's because I care about this being a good comic. Yeah, he's. You know what I mean? It's, like, uh, it's very separate. Yeah, I just yeah. Heard, not you're focused is, on the mission, on the direction. Yeah, not and everyone's and I, and able to make that separation between the work and their and themselves. You got to get your ego out of it a little bit. You you're part of a band. That's like I was about. I was. I was just gonna say that, like, to put it into '90s terms, man. It's like it's just really like being in a band, you know. Especially you're doing a creative thing. What what does that mean? We can't. The moment something we do is is out there on the stands, you can't separate. No, I wrote the script. Yeah, but he he drew the toilets on the shoulders. <laughs> you you can't separate that if you ever were gonna like make it into something else. Post that like it's immediately a joint IP. You know, that, we are the creator. That, right? That's that's amazing. Bob Dylan was once asked, what what comes first, the words or the music? And his answer was. I, something to the effect of, I don't know, they just always come together. Sure. And I think that, sure. that's what sure. you're talking about sure. here. I always sure. love that. Yeah, sure. So, talk about scripts. Yeah, sure. We love movies and TV. Yeah, <laughs> good segue. What? Good segue. Ew, well done. It's, it's almost like you've done this before. Here we go. 350 times. 348 times. Is okay. that true? My Is sisters true? love... Is that what you're up to? We have, we have 350 episodes, but Shy has been absent for two of them, oh, wow. where Lily I, and I hosted on our own. So I was trolling him this morning, and he's saying, oh, we have 350 episodes. And I go, oh, well, we do, but you only, you only have 348. Oh, this is hot. So, oh, so you could only kind of you celebrate. You can just say you have 348 episodes. In, in fairness, I had <laughs> influenza, but Becky had emergency C-section. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm after an episode mm. and was back on the next week's episode. It was like I recorded, had Becky's my emergency a, a couple days yeah. later and then a couple days after that. You're the Ginger back. Rogers backwards and heels. I, I'm, I I'm, I've heard this many a time, anything's wrong with me. From, um, we just can't handle pain, you man. Don't, you we, don't know our, what pain is. Our gender is, we are, we are not good with pain. You ever seen those videos of like the harness they put on men to simulate period cramps? We're a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. So you got a cowboy hat just like, like It's just like, it can't be done. Like we don't like. I'm so I, glad I have a video of. <laughs> We're bad at that, like, and that's that's because you know we we feel everything so much. Right? That's <laughs> yeah. Very oh, okay, so <laughs> and films. Okay, segue. So you were saying how you write it, like the way you're putting these together, and in a way they're storyboards, right? I mean, especially I would say nowadays, especially your style of comic book writing. Like I, I don't, I'm reading some '90s Spider-Man right now. Sure. I love. The 90s Spider-Man, but but they're not. It's not cinematic the way it is. I think today, you know, the sort of um, some of it is McFarland stuff. The compression thing, the early 2000s. Anyway, go on. Uh, anyways, but so but, so when you're when you're imagining these things as a as as a you know whatever you're doing the, whatever, the film the, the film kind of thing. Um, what are your references? What are the what are the movies that when you're script writing or when you're drawing, because it ha it feels so cinematic, I feel like there must be some stuff that isn't just art, isn't just comics, that might be seeping in there. Do you do you either conscious or unconscious? What are the movies or the art of, or the filmmakers that are are seeping into your work? That's a good question. That's really nice. Um, 
learning how to write scripts, I immediately went to, uh, <laughs> I, bought, I bought Pulp Fiction um, and Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. Wow. And something else. That's interesting. I might not have read the third thing. That's really interesting. And I read those two scripts. And at the time, I was kind of I was kind of deep into Charles Bukowski, just because okay. I think I think yeah. everybody has a little Charles Bukowski beat where you kind of oh wow, and there you just burn through his whole his whole run. So there was this very first person self referential thing that he does, and those other two scripts of of, of Pulp Fiction and Taxi Driver were just kind of it kind of was just like huh, that's the most basic way you could do a human story beyond that beginning on writing where you just kind of reference i was always referencing i or trying to do self for that once i burn you burn through that as a typist then start doing other things i just kind of immediately like back to what i started out as as a kid i was always a big sci-fi fanatic and things like star wars and just extended universe beats and ideas that could keep unfolding I don't know, that all, something about something very personal with something very, you know, ethereal and grand of the melding of just sort of those two early beginnings sort of started setting off what I did. And Pulp Fiction Taxi Driver. I don't know if that makes sense Pulp Fiction and Taxi Driver. I have no idea if that makes sense. These aren't your hero's journey, save the cat things either, right? That's got to be like, I mean, I'm a New York kid. I grew up in New York. You know, you're on the trains at 16 and stuff like that. I'm sure... I'm sure it's just something of location as well that made me kind of look at those first, maybe. Yeah. You know, how about you? How about you, sure. sir? Yeah. Uh, so I studied animation. So actually, a lot of uh, how I approach comics really comes from studying uh, storyboarding and drawing. Like, my school was run by 90s Disney animators. Like sure. The guy, Where did you go to? Uh, LCAD, Laguna College of Art and Design. It's a, you probably wouldn't have heard of it, but it's a really. A tiny little, very good school in Laguna Beach, California, um, and the teachers were '90s Renaissance Disney animators. One of like the guy who did um, Mrs. Potts was like, mm-hmm. "Oh wow!" Yeah, and so you see those guys, and like they literally are like, "Here's how you hold the paper. You put a sheet between each hand, and you flip the paper, and you draw, and you have five drawings going at once, and then you do the drawing in between that, and you like really wow. learn what it is to like put motion on the page, oh, wow. and like wow. repeat drawings quickly, right?" Is that really how? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, no, you like you roll it. You like flip it and roll it. So funny because it's funny because my kids, when they see the old stuff, sometimes some of the sometimes I mean some of the animated stuff they love, that's more current. But they'll be like, we like that newer looking, like the CGI kind of stuff, and it that's an incredible art as well, but. It's not manual the way that is. Also, can I just say how much I appreciate this? Because I have been married. My husband is a storyboard artist. He worked at Pixar for many years. Cool. Right? What do you you work on? All of them. All All of them. them. Everything from up until the red panda one. That's great. No, but he he boarded. The ones he really boarded on were Inside Out and... um, Onward, uh, onward, turning red, like those were the awesome. Coco, Coco, yeah, Finding Dory. That's anyway. But I'm just saying that I've been with him for 11 years. I mean, and I and I visited Pixar a thousand times, and I, he's never, and he studied animation as well. And no matter how many times people have asked him, I have asked him about it. How did he learn it? Can you? 
never gotten oh. an explanation. He's very quiet. And he'd just be like, I don't know. Thoughtful just, and detailed as the little, like, one-minute snippet. He doesn't listen to our show either. Don't so worry. He doesn't, he doesn't listen to okay. the show. And honestly, I will tell him, by the way, award-winning Vincent King gave me a much better explanation <laughs> of learning how, you know, the process of drawing and cinema and art and all that in one minute. So please keep going because it's uh, wonderful to finally I, learn about these I can things go deep after. on this stuff, man. This is four years of my I life. Mean, you, they do little timing charts. They do, like, like literally so they keep track of which drawing they're on. They will do a little tick mark and be like, this is drawing one. Just, just like a little, like I said, like a chart on the side. Drawing one is going to be the heart and back here reeling up for a punch. Drawing five is going to be the the punch connecting, mm-hmm. and I want the next drawing to be like very slow coming out of the punch, and then wham, he hits the punch right. And they will do little tick marks to be like, okay, I want this drawing to be just after this one, but I want this one to have a big gap in between the actions so it feels fast, right? Because literally, like the motion is controlled by how many drawings you devote to something. So it's a it's a great That's way. Awesome. Yeah, totally. Awesome. It's a great way to like learn how drawing can huh. sort of tell motion and I, and, on and, a page. And I, and I love that like conventional world's attitude towards these is these are kids' movies. Yeah. Right. Right? Well, also, also, I've had so many people be like, they don't just have like an animate button. That there's people, oh, there's God. like weird hunched over men at tables flipping paper into the wee hours of the night. Like they don't do it in the U.S. anymore. A lot of it's done yeah. like yeah. in Korea and but, outsourced. So you, you can kind of tell sometimes, to be honest, like, like there's a, difference between having the animators in-house and really like mm-hmm. consciously making all the choices or having someone do sort of the like key, right. the blue the drawing. bluth era right like oh bluth is solid bluth is in yeah that's in what i'm talking area. about the hunch door like yeah, yeah. bluth is the uh, warehouse is in la full of so what, <laughs> is there a difference is there a difference between storyboarding and the illustrations that you do yeah. for... Oh, so, okay. And, uh, yeah, I, I can that, go off on this, too. Um, I want to understand that. So storyboarding is really designing it for the moving image, right? You're going to mm-hmm. put the drawings on the screen. So you don't change aspect ratio too much. Uh, you right? need to really build in. You need a lot of drawings if you're going to hold on something. Like so you do, if you're if you're doing it 16 by 9, every frame is 16 by 9. Yeah, you're yeah, not doing, well, like, a long panel. Well, and, okay, so the only time... And sorry, I don't know how deep in there you want to go. Keep on, going. So, like, uh, you're having... You want, the only time you would ever do a longer one is if you're designing a pan or something. So if you're like, okay, we're gonna start on this guy and then we're gonna pan down and show this building, you would literally just do a really long drawing. And that goes back to like way back in the day when they would have to do a giant tall background illustration because mm. they're gonna pan down oh, it. Wow. So like you can see on the page, cool. you're gonna have to make this kind of art. You're gonna have to do a weird diagonal thing because we're gonna mm-hmm. pan diagonally through the alleyway. Like uh, anyway, it's an insane way understand to make a film. But, wow. Um, it doesn't look that pretty on the page. It's right. Like it's a working document uh-huh. for like, here's what you're gonna have to do for this production. On a comic page, like it's an art piece, right? So you have to simultaneously hold like how does each drawing work with the next drawing, but also, and now these days, movies are such a dominant for like cultural force that you think of everything in terms of movies, but actually comics have this whole other thing of like, if you just do a giant spread, it just feels impactful. Like imagine if you could watch a movie and then the screen just tripled in size for one moment. Wow. It'd be crazy. I mean, you can do that in comics all the time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. maybe they should work on that instead of more 3D. That, well, right? Like, <laughs> I, you kind of do that in 3D. You can have like whoa, yeah, like, yeah. stuff come I out. I guess of you, so, right? but, but that sounds cooler. Thrill. But yeah. it's, it would be a cheap thrill to like have a hydraulic screen that could grow bigger. But in comics, you can do it. It's <laughs> a ton of fun. It's just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what we're talking about here, but yeah. 
There's just no way to do your, it. It's a different medium. I love your excitement <laughs> and your joy, the way that you describe it and the way that you talk about it. And it's also very educational for us. Yeah. Learn now, a lot. Okay. I mean, yeah. So. For nerds. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about the incredible stuff you're making. Chris, if you could write for a property or take over a property, you don't have to do it according to its original format. But like if there was a character you could write or a sequel you could write or a rewrite of a film, what would like you do? Existing? Anything? Yeah, actually? like anything. We know we know what Shy's would be. Shy's would be <laughs> it's, everyone knows <laughs> The Last Jedi. The last she would rewrite The Last Jedi and remake that. So we know that's <laughs> just not letting me talk further about it. Yeah. That's yeah. that's okay. All right. Yeah. That would be that's fine. interesting. Um, huh. What's yours? I don't know if I like anything that much. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Well, what no, would, but I think do? about I think about like see I think about like for me Buckaroo Banzai. Do you remember the Buckaroo Banzai? You mentioned the this dimension? last year. Did I? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, amazing yeah. that I brought it up to you. You guys bring out the Buckaroo Banzai oh, in me. That's a, a compliment. But, but like I would, you know, you want that crime scene to get high. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did I say this exact thing last no, year? No, that's the thing I know about Buckaroo Banzai yeah, yeah. is the eternal I, promise of more Buckaroo Banzai that never came to be. Oddly enough, my uncle uh, has been writing <laughs> through COVID um, a sequel to Casablanca. Oh, now, now is, there is one right I, called Brazzaville, right? Right, right. Uh, well, it there's there's a few little weird things out there, but it's been that's just been a kind of hysterical. Is it like a buddy? Oh, wait, is it a buddy I, comedy? No, no, no. It's a, he is he has a great he has a great concept. I, I can't blow it, you know. I mean, he's, yeah. a, he's a lawyer; he'll get me. Um, but as far as like something topical that was in my mind as soon as you said it, I was like, oh. Well, there's there's Jim's Casablanca sequel that go. I've been <laughs> consulting on. <but laughs> you are that's doing. Not, that's not quite um, a. I, I do have an credit. answer, and it's a hot take. I love a hot take. Hot takes are the best takes. If I could take over, you know, something that already exists and remake it, it would be the movie Breakfast at Tiffany's, because I love that book. That is one of my favorite books. And I love Audrey Hepburn. This is not about Audrey Hepburn. But that movie and that book are not the same thing. And it not only does not do justice to the book, it ruins the things that are incredible, that make that book so, so fascinating, that make her character so multidimensional and interesting and gritty and sad and... And the the movie just Hollywoodizes it in the worst ways possible, and so I I would that's the one I would, but I would want to like redo it with her because I don't or or redo it and and it really is breakfast at Tiffany's. It's not that movie that everyone that's very, that's sees. Yeah, cool. I, I thought the, the, I I would do Baywatch Nights season three. He might have mentioned this last year. I did. Oh, he's been talking about this one a while. I would do. Uh, it's when it's when Hasselhoff is way. now no longer. Mitch Mitch is doing yeah. some kind of nonsense detective agency, and <laughs> then in the second season, it became an occult detective agency. I, you gotta do more. You gotta do you UFOs in the last you would, one. You would just need to really. It would have to just. I mean, Mitch running you, on the beach is. All yeah. right. 
And I would Vincent, like to. Yeah. I would, I, I, memory I, I, for this conversation we had. Did we do that? Yeah, this has been on play for a while. Chris, All right. Chris, Chris Hunt and I were talking about this years ago. Maybe okay. that. Maybe. And what about you? Sir? I think that's a great Where would you want to play? him? He's got to get Baywatch Nights out of his system. That's a terrible idea. Uh, I've got a pet project. I want to make a knockoff Spider-Man called Spider Teenager. <laughs> <laughs> and he's because that's the eternal problem with Spider-Man, right? Is that he cannot grow up. Like. Right. They tried to marry him off, and then it just didn't take. Uh, well, I will say, I don't. You, you don't. You don't think him married to Mary Jane? Like to me, that's the Spider-Man, the definitive Spider-Man right. era for me. Is and him they ruined it, right? Because they were just like, but he's gotta be a teenager. And there's like, so oh, they ruined it. How'd they ruin it? Well, with the brand new day, the yeah, whole. They, oh, I didn't, his, yeah, I didn't go that far. He sold his uh, marriage to the devil to keep his super old aunt alive. Yeah. Oh, you don't know, dude, that, that happened. That happened, that happened the, yeah. in what? the actual Spider-Man continuity? The, yeah. Like and, it, and it's like the sales Wolf. have never recovered. Yeah, yeah so, it, 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 was a, it was a bit of a retcon. So um, that's kind of like at the end of No Way Home. Right. Yeah, they did a actually, really good version of it. They totally salvaged yeah. the whole idea. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You, oh, yeah, I did not. I thought, you no, didn't, you I, didn't I thought okay, we'll get into the side. Yeah. I think No Way Home was enjoyable. But I think it completely undercut the MCU's Tom Holland Spider-Man. I think it left us with not much. Remains to be seen. Okay. I go with that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that film, man. I there were, there were enough beats for just about anybody who's ever seen a Spider-Man wait, film. Wait. Okay. Yeah. So here's my pitch to you. Oh yeah. Sequel right. to No Way Home, right? Spider Teenager. Peter Parker's <laughs> forgotten who he is. He thinks he's Spider Teenager, but he's 40 years old. <laughs> and he's walking around reciting Spider-Man continuity with like really earnest sincerity. And they're like, remember when you did this? And he's like, no, that must have been one of my clones. I have like too many to keep track of. And they're like, weren't you married? And he's like, yeah, but I sold my marriage to the devil. And he just has no clue what's going on. He's like, oh, man, I think my... My aunt, who may or may not still be alive, was married to an octopus man. <laughs> and he's just rattling it off. She marries Doc Ock at some point. Or she has a relationship yeah. with Doc Ock, yeah. It's wild. It's comics are great. Stop. Comics are great. He gives the best hugs. Does, but it, but yeah, it felt so natural when they did that bit. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah, of course Doc Ock <laughs> and Aunt May. That's, I ship it. I ship that, yeah. Would you like some tea, <laughs> Yeah. And then later that same octopus man stole my body and it was crazy. <laughs> and he's just like telling this to people on the street and like like not even swinging around. And then they're like, dude, are you, are you okay? Like, do you need a ride? <laughs> you, think that, you think that's the sequel? He's just <laughs> hanging from a light pole. A light pole oh, yeah. And, yeah. and his webbing has changed. It comes out of the butt like anatomically <laughs> correct. And if he gets yeah. startled, he just shits himself. We're, and we're done. <laughs> and, and I, yeah. An anatomically correct spider oh, teenager. And we recast Spider Man. It's Danny DeVito now. Uh, <laughs> Ringo Ward winner. Vincent, Vincent King's. Danny DeVito uh, is what is it? A spider teenager. When you when you when you apply an act, it's his self tape application yes. to the to to Marvel Studios. Dear Marvel, Spider Teenager from the butt and Ringo Award. <laughs> so I gotta cash in my chips. I gotta cash them in. So you you all don't. I mean, you, superheroes are not at the core. You write comics, but everyone thinks they're superheroes. You don't write superheroes. Uh, is there a reason why superhero, at least in the books that we've seen, like it's they not don't sell. Interesting, really. You can't pitch a new superhero easily. Cause it's a little rough. It's like trying to start a new religion. You're like, have you, have you heard about Spider Teenager? And they're like, no, my lord and savior is already Superman or Batman. Like, yeah. there's just 
can't Not replicate the history of these things. Is, is, is that's that, my take anyway. I could be wrong. Is that's a great take. That that's that's, that's okay. That's, that's a really good important. Insight. But but a gr- but these like gritty, more almost like a twenty four style movie of of comics well, because they're, they're more with dark blues. It's right. Like it's kind of that, but it's also this. It's but it's like literary. It's a little more literary than it's sly. Yeah. I, I I think we've seen a lot of the same. In, our, in the genre, right? Um, you could tell it flexes and looks for new things. You could tell by manga and YA what 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 that generation is going and gravitating towards, feeling, finding as a story. We've seen a superhero team so many times. You know, would we work at Marvel or DC and get on a legacy project and flex some muscles on that? Oh my God, yes, please. You know, like sure. Do it. Do an epic run. We we are still nerds. Yeah. Yeah. Can we play (laughs) on your sandbox for a bit? Yeah. Let's do crypto through time or something. You know, point is like, you know, I mean, like that's Superman's dog, not the currency. Not not the currency. Uh, I made that mistake. I came up. I was like, I'm a big crypto guy, and he's wearing a crypto the super dog T-shirt. But I was like, NFTs. Yeah, that that happened earlier. (laughs) That's just the world we live in. Great. But that said, it's hard to go up to an editor. An editor. Uh, another a company and be like, here's our superhero pitch. It's da, 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 da. And it'll We're, take 20 years to tell the whole story. Yeah. Like they just don't trust. Yeah, you that but much. but also whoever you're talking to has also read so many superhero comics that like they're they're like, mm-hmm, okay, you know, we're doing one of these. And unless yeah. it's exceptional, unless you've got like an yeah, angle. Well, we on will it. be proven wrong on this, but. It's maybe, just maybe, well, there, maybe. There, 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 I'll just, I'll just say that it, it's one of those things that, like, you know, being out here pitching at places, it's not really something that anyone's really after in, in, that I see. I mean, you okay. could see what people, you could see what all the indie publishers and, you know, second tier publishers and whatnot are putting out. You don't really have how many big superhero comics, you know, that aren't Marvel or DC that you know about just from the last year. Yeah, I mean, oh. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Also, I like I love comics as a medium. I think superheroes kind of people think of comics as a genre that is superheroes. Sure. Uh, and I live in Europe now, and they do all kinds of comics. Right. They do, yeah. like, I mean, bio comics. I have a friend working on a Patty Smith book. You know, like you yeah. can do anything with them. It's well, I mean, and Chris has written two right. biographies: uh, The Grateful it's, Dead it's dope. He's found and Elvis so, at Z2 Comics. Soon to do more. But, uh, uh, um, yeah. And uh, the, you know, I mean, Belgium. They have Tintin, right. which you know. Uh, Slightly racist uh, yeah, special it, agent traveling around the world. Don't read the one where he goes to the Congo. Yeah, exactly. That one is that one. No, no, thank you. No, no, no. <laughs> um, uh, that one is not good. Mm. And then there's uh, and and Asterix and Obelix. You know those guys? Sure. Yeah, I'm just naming all the because we grew up in Montreal, so all sorts oh, of like weird French stuff like uh, landed in you our world. Read Thorgal. Thorgal. So that's a weird. Imagine if Superman crash landed in Viking times and became like the most badass Viking of them all. And he doesn't fly or anything. He's just a super strong Viking dude. But they work in all these weird. There's like a forest he goes into that is like time displaced, so the seasons keep changing. It's like a weird sci-fi fairy tale. All right. Thor- is it French? Uh, yeah, they originally. Do I have to read it in French? No, you can find it in English. I, I have a hard uh, enough time reading in English. We oh. did grow well, up. That, that, I, that I can't help you with. <laughs> you should be able to read it in French. That, that said, though, just to go back, I, I think the superhero corner of comics is what does bring kids in 
on a big mm-hmm. level too. And for that, you know, it's your it's your entry point. Right? Mm-hmm. Although there's a lot more kids reading manga, and manga is like has superpowers, the, the, but it's not quite superheroes. The, the young right. people we have interviewed and talked to here mm-hmm. almost all have a very deep connection to manga and anime. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In a, and there are there are obviously your your classic superhero stuff, but especially the edgier teenagers. All are and, and they have a deep personal connection to anime and manga, which I think is really interesting. I, I it's not something that was ever for me, but I love that it's bringing people in. It's very cool. I think there's a huge generation of comic readers coming up because of manga, and like you're foolish if you don't pay attention to that. Yeah, yeah. agree. That's really cool. All right, Time Dog is for the children. All right, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up soon. Yeah. We have to we have to we have to though we can't leave the show without getting we what we call shout outs and recs which are you know shout outs recommendations movies television things you're watching dude the new hellraiser is awesome really yeah man. i'm i'm no, afraid I of looking at the box not the first a one. Chance. I, yeah, I, I, no, I don't care how many awards you have won mm. i am not taking that we, recommendation we have, you're dead we have residual you're no it's not memory that i think you're you just wrong. don't like more that's fine no i no. believe is it just you. I believe all the you. torturing that that movie is uh, i feel like it's kind of a big aesthetic leap sort of like geiger doing alien they, uh, the old Cenobites were like weird BDSM dudes from outer space. Yeah. And these ones, they've whoever did, I don't know who the concept artist was, but he made it look like they'd been flayed as if they were tailored into weird high fashion monsters. And it's just a creepy, weird, bad acid trip aesthetic that like I just found super interesting. Okay. Now, now the film does become like, oh look at all these twenty-something-year-olds who are all gonna get murdered. Get in like their way. skin ripped it, off by ear piercing. You gotta do like it. That. But I will say it doesn't like linger on the torture as much as you might be afraid of okay it's it's still <laughs> not looks nervous. No, no, I'm he, nervous. We, we were talking about this uh, on the way here he was talking a little I'm bit so about it I, was like, i've like, never great. seen the original hellraiser but this he, he, awesome. won me, he won me over on the description but it's not something did i would have put on did you see prey the new prey i haven't yet no it's very cool right well, that we, saved we that do franchise. have listeners and our co-host lily that love horror Cool. So Watch it that. is a welcome mm-hmm. recommendation. I will not be watching That's it, fine. but totally it is so. very welcome. I, I don't normally watch horror either, but I am, this one got me. That's good. Okay. I am drunk on Andor. I think Andor is the Becky best. Is, Becky and I are I, drunk, but we passed out. We We've been watching it the last few nights. When does it get when does it get? It, I don't know where you are. We before finished the episode. fourth episode. There's a lot of so he's riding public team. transportation. Yeah, it's dude. It's, I love public transportation. I, I, I enjoyed the first three that you guys are about. I didn't. I, it's okay. It wasn't it. bad, Diego. It I was enjoyed awesome. it. I'm just it's, so tired, and there's so much travel shots. Mm-hmm. All right. So I, well, Skarsgård's character. Skarsgård's character changed the dynamic. He is my favorite Star Wars character now, oh, ever. Wow. I just. Okay. Something about this guy, and and when I don't know, I'm, people might be have not have seen it. Everything about his. So story. he's not a, like a two episode character. No. Oh. Okay. okay. Oh my! I, I, I thought he, they I thought he, they rented him for like two episodes, and I just assumed he was a scientist with a tesseract because right, right, that's all right, they do right, is like have him no, play no, a no, Swedish no, no, scientist. That's really good. That's really good. No, he is. He everything is is that guy. He I, is like I'm drunk on that character. I'm I can't gonna explain it. it. I can't explain it. Every time he's on the screen, I re, I go back and I watch the scene again. Like I. Oh my God! He it, he's their their yeah. first their meeting in the room with the weird traps falling. That was interesting. It was a great scene. That was really interesting. So if and you're telling me that is part of the engine of the show, I'm I'm more interested. He's 
tell me what you think when you go a little further. Okay. But okay. I, I've been I've been a little drunk. The last the last episode that came out were. Well, I, we can't do that. People might nope. be listening. Okay. So it's it's good. That's my little. Thing. We are gonna finish watching. As far as comics, I just burned through Human Target, um, DC's Human Target. That is like, it's cool. yeah, like the old. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thing. It's um, it's like reading like a 1955 uh, Hitchcock movie. It's it's so good. It's colored so well. That's so. Amazing. It's great. It's a great. Yeah, it's a black label book. It's really as far as there you go. As far as superhero stuff. That's awesome. Like that's a great way to do that. That's you know? really cool. Yeah. Uh, me, uh, as far as comics go, I actually read a friend who was at the Angoulême Residency's book uh, called Radical, where she embedded with a newly elected uh, New York congresswoman, who was sort of like the the tip of the spear of the tenants' rights movement in New York. It's like 500 pages, but you just whiz right through it of like very hopeful, optimistic politics. <laughs> Okay. Like local Hopeful, politics. There, oh. That's cool. I'll, and it was like she, it was, she was following the period right before Andrew Cuomo exploded. So he's like this dark Darth Vader figure in the background of the whole Ooh. book where like you never actually see him. Oh, but that's He's like trying to that's blow cool. up their movement the that's whole time. Cool. And at the end you're like, yeah, he's going to get fucked. It's not in the book, but you just, you know how it ends. And um, an indie film called I Am Like You by Haik Kacharian. Caught that in New York recently yeah. uh, about a, a special needs kid uh, who befriends a wolf dog and uh, hike the, the director took like nine months to film all these animals in like cool. Nebraska and there's a scene with a bear a wolf a kid like I don't know how you film that it was really interesting to see. Cool. that was, that was kind of neat I don't know it's a small release I'm sure it'll stream somewhere we'll at some it. point cool. yeah. we're good at finding stuff yeah. I've got a bunch of friends in Europe who had books come out but they're all in French okay what about movies do you not movies. do you still dude I watched another film by the director of Hellraiser <laughs> <laughs> called The Night House get this it's a woman whose husband commits suicide but he was an architect and he built the house they both live in <laughs> and she's, she won't leave the house because she's grieving her husband but the house is it's kind of haunted and like he designed it to be a creepy haunted puzzle box of satanic energy and she's trapped in it. He did this to his wife? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. You gotta watch the movie. I do tell my <laughs> wife if I die first, which is inevitable, that I will haunt her. Okay. So, <laughs> did you build the house to be a giant? Tree? No, uh, no, no. My house? house is really built for like watching TV and uh, recording music, so. Okay, I'll do one more weird horror thing uh, for Halloween. Uh, all right. The Abominable Dr. Fives. Oh, that's like the old school mm. Abominable Dr. Fives. Yeah, yeah. Sure, that's sure, very sure. Cool. The 70s uh, Vincent Price. Vincent Price, yeah. Yeah, that's fun. That's dope. One of the best <laughs> voices ever. I've never been in a group uh, where everybody had seen it. That's dope, man. Um, all that's right. Movie. Let's, uh, let's say you guys, a huge You thank guys are great. This is so much fun. I love talking to you guys. <laughs> let's give a huge thank you to Christmas Cabbage and Ringo Award winning. <laughs> Already <laughs> sick of it. <laughs> This is a big deal. Soak it up. Enjoy it. Vincent Kings. And you're such an incredible team. We love your work. We love hanging out with you all. This is more than enough reason to be back in Baltimore at Comic-Con. And we had a great Mm -hmm. time anyway. Um, Thank you for spending time with us. Oh, wait. Tell us where people can follow you. Uh, Instagram, Vincent.Kings. And please back my Time Dog crowdfunding campaign on Zoop. And those who are listening, we will post all the stuff for the crowdfunding campaign so you will know. Christmas Gavage. 
somehow spell that on Instagram uh, you know, and other like, social media platforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things all right. Like that. Well, thank you guys for being yeah. a part yeah. of the family. If you're around, go pick up This Is Where You Fall. Uh, no, You. Yeah, that'll be the sequel. This Is Where You Fall. Whoa. Ooh, sp- spooky. Slip of the tongue. It's like a choose your own adventure. You could try that. Um, go pick up This Is Where We Fall. It's on Z2's site. Uh, it has. You also did Elvis, the graphic oh, novel. You also did Grateful, Grateful Dead, Dead. Or yeah. Yeah, 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 those guys. But Thomas Alsop. Pick up the Ringo Award. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Winning series. This is where I right. fall by me and this guy over here. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for having yeah. us on. Pleasure. Follow all the Friday Night Movie shenanigans at Friday Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram. You can sign up for our newsletter at FridayNightMoviePod.com. Our theme music is by What Does It Eat? Thanks for listening. <laughs>